today. Nothing really to talk about. Just a really slow news day. Oh, wait. Tucker Carlson is out at Fox and Don Lamont was fired from CNN all in the same day. How will these oustings shake up mainstream media? We've got all of that and more coming up and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. Happy Monday. I am Sarah Gonzalez. And uh, unless you're living under a rock, you've heard the news. The biggest primetime cable news star, Tucker Carlson, has parted ways with Fox News, according to a statement put out by the company, which read, uh, Fox News Media and Tucker Carlson have agreed to part ways. We thank him for his service to the network as a host and prior to that as a contributor. Mr. Carlson's last program was Friday, April 21st. Fox News Tonight will air live at 8 p.m. Eastern starting this evening as an interim show helmed by rotating Fox News personalities until a new host is named. Curious framing. They agreed to part ways, but if this was a mutual agreement with no hard feelings, why no lead up? No farewell show. No sign off for the last time. No heartfelt words to the audience. Just one day here, the next gone. So why get rid of your number one player, the number one player in all of cable news media so suddenly when you're at the top of your class, the best of the best, and you're saying things the deep state hates. There are many targets on your back, sure. But interestingly enough, I'd just like to just show you in what ended up being his last show on the air, he ended up blasting the corporate news media for taking advertising money to promote the dangerous COVID vaccines, knowing, of course, that his own network, Fox News, was among those media companies. Watch. Sometimes you wonder just how filthy and dishonest our news media are. You'll be in the shower and you'll think they're bad, but how bad are they? Well, here's one measure of their badness. You can try this at home. Ask yourself, is any news organization you know of so corrupt that it's willing to hurt you on behalf of its biggest advertisers? Anyone who do that is obviously Pablo Escobar level corrupt and should not be trusted. Yikes. Now, being that Tucker was one of the only ones in mainstream news telling the truth about the vaccine, exposing the money laundering scheme that is the proxy war in Ukraine, and just about all the other truths that you're not allowed to say, it's kind of hard to tell. Uh, rumors started flying shortly after the bombshell statement that this must have been a decision attached to Fox's recent $788 million settlement with Dominion Voting Systems. But former Fox producer Kyle Becker of Becker News stated on Twitter earlier today that he received confirmation this was not in any way related to Dominion but to Tucker exposing the truth about January 6th. He tweeted out, This just in, Rupert Murdoch is reportedly behind Tucker Carlson being pushed out of Fox News. Murdoch was said to be concerned over Carlson's J6 coverage. The decision, the decision is not related to the settlement Fox News agreed to pay Dominion voting systems last week, according to a representative for Dominion. Well... If true, I guess it shouldn't be all that surprising if you're paying attention. Rupert Murdoch's son, James, gave $20 million to Joe Biden and other progressive groups in the 2020 <coughs> election. And remember, after Tucker started exposing the truth about January 6th on his show, the swampiest, disingenuous, deep state hack there could ever be, Senator Chuck Schumer publicly called on Murdoch to fire Tucker. Watch. These lies continue tonight. Rupert Murdoch who has admitted they were lies and said he regretted it, has a special obligation to stop Tucker Carlson from going on tonight now that he's seen how he has perverted and slimed the truth. 
and from letting them go on again and again and again. Not because their views deserve such a program, but because our democracy depends on it. Oh, our democracy depends on it. Well, regardless of the reason, one thing is clear. Uh, Fox News is no longer relevant. Here to discuss this and more, my best friend and host of the Chad Prather Show, the one and only Chad Prather. Uh. Hi. Um, I really do mean that Fox News is no longer relevant. And I, I hate to use this as a pitch for our own network. But let's. But let's. Because it's now more than ever, it is so important to remind you guys, cable news TV is dying, okay? There is no reason to continue to listen to Fox News anymore. Tucker was the only one there willing to tell the truth on a regular basis. We're here telling the truth all the time. In case you guys have not subscribed yet, you can go to blazetv.com, uh, use promo code NEWS, and you can save some, some moolah. But certainly, people are paying a ton of money for cable news. Yeah. Usually I, listen, for Tucker. I, I have been saying this for a long time now that you better support independent news mm-hmm. makers, opinion havers, these people that you want to listen to, because if the Chuck Schumers of the world have their way, the AOCs mm-hmm. of the world will all be silenced. There'll be no platform. Um, I encourage everybody after this show, watch my show because I go into this. Some of the stuff I texted you this morning, my opinion on the whole thing. I don't know how much of it's connected actually to Dominion or January 6th or some other things he said about vaccines. I I, I just think that it's an amalgam of all of it, right? It's a combination of things here. And I... We saw Bongino is now gone. Dan Bongino is now gone. Tucker Carlson's gone. We'll see if Jesse Waters is next. I think anybody that in any way hints towards Trump support is going to be done at Fox. I don't think they're going to touch Gutfeld because, uh, you know, they're not really they're entertaining people. They're not really, really rocking any boats with Gutfeld's show. Did you just burp in the middle of my show? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> the, um, uh, but I'm a pro. So... <laughs> I just think that what you're going to see is you're going to see more establishment pushing Mm -hmm. on conservative ink, Mm -hmm. big con. I think you're going to see more of that type of lineup happen. And you're right. They're they're done. They're finished. Fox is no more. They're They're no longer relevant. Yeah. In regards to anything. Which I think it was it's so important to note that. Glenn saw the writing on the wall with Fox News, cable TV. We'll get into CNN in a little bit uh, being this kind of dying, uh, you know, establishment media and trying to create something like this. And now you see places like Blaze TV, places like Daily Wire, places like Rumble, you know, all of these digital uh, platforms that are really paving the way. So it'll be interesting to see where Tucker goes. They've, listen, they've made fun of all of us. I get that. And I understand that. Listen, we put ourselves out there as a target. We expect that type of stuff and ridicule to come our way, but we're becoming more and more relevant and important, just like we've always told you. Now, you know, we've always done this with a, a level of entertainment to the information of the culture wars that are going on around us. But we're suddenly becoming more and more relevant because, again, we're independent. Yeah. Yeah, so, which means we can tell the freaking truth. We're not we're not tied to uh, you know Pfizer because our our company is paying to promote the code. They're paying our company to promote the COVID vaccine, mm-hmm. right? By the way, our company was the one who filed a FOIA request to find out which conservative platforms were accepting money mm-hmm. from the government and from Pfizer to push these COVID vaccines. Mm-hmm. So we were at the forefront of all of that. Um, by the way, Tucker. 
Call us. Yeah. Okay, there's a spot for you here at Blaze TV. Um, so you mentioned AOC pushing pushing to deplatform, uh, you know, people like Tucker and claiming that you know uh, Tucker Carlson is inciting violence somehow, which I still can't figure out <laughs> how she comes to that conclusion in her tiny pea brain. Um, so I want to play. AOC over the weekend calling for the federal regulation of conservative media while she's talking to, uh, you know, the 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 new view on MSNBC, I guess. But this time it's hosted by the poor man's peppermint patty, former White House press secretary Jen Psaki. Watch federal regulation in terms of what's allowed on air and what isn't. And when you look at what Tucker Carlson and some of these other folks on Fox do, it is very very clearly incitement of violence, very clearly incitement of violence. And that is the line that I think we have to uh, be willing to contend with. You know, it's fascinating because she says it's very, very clearly inciting violence. Maybe I'm the dumb one because I don't see how that actually tracks. But <laughs> remember, it, it was uh, Chuck Schumer as well who we played earlier who said that he needed to be removed from the air because, you know, Tucker Carlson's a threat to democracy. Tucker Carlson's uh, lying about what happened on January 6th when all he did was show a video of what actually happened. Remember, Chuck Schumer was invited to come on Tucker Carlson. Carlson show to discuss what it was that he was supposedly lying about. And Chuck Schumer said, absolutely not. I won't. They all always are invited on. Mm -hmm. Adam Schiff, back when they were trying to impeach Trump yet again, said he has irrefutable, undeniable evidence of Russian collusion. And come on the show. Let's talk about it. They never come on the show. Mm -hmm. Now they'll sit down in an echo chamber with Jen Psaki. And they will talk about this stuff. You're not going to get any pushback. And if you watch that clip closely, Saki's reading her notes while AOC's blabbering on about whatever she's talking about. Very clear. Very, very clearly. If you say it more times, that means it's so true. And somebody out there in the world is going, oh, it's very clear. It's very clear he was inciting violence. She doesn't back it up with any footnotes. No, they never do. There's nothing. They never do. Give me a sample. Mm -hmm. Give me an example. I say that all the time to people, you know, to the detractors, to the naysayers, to the doubters, to the critics. Give the example. Let's address it. I will say this. I don't know if you're going here or not today, but, you know, Tucker Carlson back March 10th, he was on a podcast Mm -hmm. where he sat down and he said, I have regrets as a journalist. There are things that I wish I had not been skeptical about or had been more skeptical about. I wish that rather than calling people names, I had listened and there were things that I got wrong. There were lies that I pushed. You don't hear a journalist do that. Not in the mainstream. Not ever, ever, ever. Mm -hmm. And he did it. So you got to give some credibility there. Yeah. I totally agree. Um, That's why this is so huge for Fox. Uh, Such a if this was, in fact, Fox's decision, such a horrible decision to make. Um, So it's Tucker. It's his executive producer that are both out is the latest reporting at Fox News. Um, And so you talk about how cable news media is changing. And (laughs) it's not just in the conservative Landscape. I mean, we could. I mean, I, I believe conservative media has been permanently altered by Tucker Carlson leaving Fox News. Like this is uh, the what catalyst. Yeah, yes, 100%. this is the catalyst for sure. Um, but over at CNN, things are not going so well for a good friend of the program, Don Lemon, 
who tweeted out earlier this morning, I was informed this morning by my agent that I have been terminated by CNN. Uh, I am stunned. After 17 years at CNN, I would have thought that someone in management would have had the decency to tell me directly. Oh, no. <laughs> at no time was I ever given any indication that I would not be able to continue to do the work I have loved at the network. It is clear there are some larger issues at play. With that said, I want to thank my colleagues and the many teams I have worked with for an incredible run. They are the most talented journalists in the business. Wrong. And I wish them all the best. Um, so very sadly, <laughs> Don Lamont is gone. By the way, CNN totally contradicted uh, his statement by saying now CNN <laughs> has decided to fact check Don Lemon. <laughs> yeah, Don Lemon's statement about this morning's events is inaccurate. He was offered an opportunity to meet with management, but instead released a statement <laughs> on Twitter. And doesn't that sum up the disingenuous nature of Don yeah. Lemon just so accurately? And I have to give credit where it's due. Our friend that runs the account for not Kenny Rogers, mm -hmm. I won't say his real name because there's a reason he doesn't use it. Um, he made an excellent point on a post today. He said, let's be clear, Don Lemon got fired because no one was watching him. Tucker Carlson got fired yes. because everyone was watching him. Yes, yes. And that's why it's humorous. Yes, yes. That, that's why this is so insane. The, these two things are not the same. Well, further... Don Lemon had a, a, just a plethora of accusations against him when it comes to being misogynist within the workplace. I mean, we saw some of it on air. He's talking about Nikki Haley being past her prime because well, we all he's know. he's past his prime. Yeah, apparently he is past his prime. So, you know, it's just, it's really fascinating. I also love that the leftists continue dunking on Tucker Carlson. Like, he's, whatever he does next is not going to go out and be the biggest thing ever. It's, it's going to be bigger than Joe Rogan. He can, he can pick whatever he wants to do. The world is his oyster. And somehow they're like, ha ha, Tucker Carlson's gone from Fox News. I don't know if you saw the clip from The View where they're going, nah, 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 nah. Hey, hey, hey. Got oh, that's hilarious. Like, oh, and, and, and one of them says, uh, I never want to celebrate the end of someone's career. But you have no idea what you're talking about. You yeah. think you plucked yeah. a weed. You're yeah. about to get a garden, baby. Right. I mean, this thing is about to be insanely explosive. He'll have it depends on how what route he chooses to take. Whatever he does, he'll be the biggest thing in media. He will. He will. Um, biggest thing in media. You can't shut that down. Don Lemon, however, I don't think we're. He'll, yeah, he'll have a little podcast. Yeah, he'll he might take the Brian Stelter. Uh, you out get a job just... somewhere. See, that's the thing, and that's the oh, point. Of I, want. I know you got to go to break, but that's the whole deal. Is it, it's not about canceling. Mm -hmm. He's not going to get canceled. Just like Anheuser Busch, they're not going to get canceled. You're just getting taught a lesson right. that you're not as important as you think you are. That you can just do anything you want to do without any repercussion, consequence, or accountability. Right. Right. Um, all right. Let's go ahead and let's take that quick break. And then I do. We were talking a little bit about the January 6th stuff. I want to get into the Ray Epps story. Very fascinating coverage going on in, again, mainstream media that we're going to get to next. First, I want to thank uh, our sponsor, Freedom Project Academy. So, look, if you have your kids in public school, just know. They are being taught leftist propaganda, a bunch of pronouns, critical race theory. They're being given sexually explicit books that they can go check out in their school libraries. And uh, the sad thing is they're going to leave their school not knowing how to do things like read, write, arithmetic. It is so bad. Colleges have been dumbing down their courses for years to accommodate the average incoming freshman who can barely read and write at a seventh grade level. 
That is why you need to talk to my friends at Freedom Project Academy. They've perfected online learning. They offer live, on-demand, and homeschool courses for K through 12. And they were built on Judeo-Christian values and a classical curriculum. They're going to teach your kids how to think, not what to think. So you can save 10% on tuition today. Just go. Go look. Go get their information packet. Just read about it. I'm telling you guys, do not continue to let your children be indoctrinated by the public school system. You can save 10% right now on tuition when you enroll at freedomforschool.com. That is freedomforschool, F-O-R, freedomforschool.com. By the way, while you're there, you can check out their courses and preview videos about the courses. Get that information packet over at freedomforschool.com. Those of you who have not yet subscribed to Blaze TV, maybe you're watching on YouTube, make sure to, uh, you know what? You can cheerfully tap that like button today. We're, ha- we're, we're, I don't know, we're in a good mood right now. So go, you don't have to do it gently. You can do it a little rough if you want to, but make Ooh. sure to tap the like button. I'm talking about hitting a thumbs up, Chad. I don't know where your mind went. Uh, make sure that you exactly where my mind subscribe is. and <laughs> comment. Let us know where do you think Tucker Carlson is going next? Tell us in the comments below. Um, so speaking of Tucker, one of the um, main points that Tucker constantly was making whenever it related to January 6th footage was that we still don't know why Ray Epps, the uh, Marine veteran whose actions on January 6th led to claims uh, that he may have been involved a little bit more because we have Ray Epps, who is the only person at, seemingly at the protest, seemingly in Washington, D.C. at all, uh, at the time of the protest, who has somehow uh, s- skated away from any sort of charges being brought on him, even though I would argue he has the most uh, footage, evidence against him saying things like, let's go to the Capitol, let's do this. I mean, actual evidence, if you want to call someone you know, uh, an insider, he incited uh, the insurrection, that would be the guy that you would hang it all on. And somehow, magically, he has no charges. So we're like, who is Ray Epps? Is he involved with the FBI? The administration constantly stonewalls this. Now that we have constant questions about Ray Epps, now 60 Minutes is somehow running a puff piece about Ray Epps, uh, you know, and where he goes in and talks about, oh, well, I was a loyal Fox News watcher, but now, I mean, I don't know, Tucker Carlson is just obsessed with me and, and just trying to ruin my life, I guess. I, I'm, I'm the victim here. Watch. Who is Ray Epps? That question has animated Fox News host Tucker Carlson for nearly two years. Ray Epps? He's on video several times encouraging crimes, riots, breaches of the Capitol. Carlson has focused on Epps more than 20 times on his top-rated show, a half dozen times so far this year. He's obsessed with me. He's going to any means possible to destroy my life Mm. and our lives. Why? To shift blame on somebody else. If you look at it, Fox News, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Uh-oh. Ted Cruz, Gates, they're all telling us before this thing that it was stolen. So you tell me, who has more impact on people, them or me? Epps, once a loyal Fox News watcher, told us he doesn't understand how he got cast as the villain. The Epps version is more mundane. They believed the 2020 election had been stolen from Donald Trump and considered January 6th a legitimate protest. 
there was a sloppy election. And then to top that off, you have talking heads reporting that there's problems with the voting machines and different things like that. The election's stolen. So yeah, we had concerns. I, I wanted to be there. I wanted to witness this with my own eyes. Mm, okay. So um, just to be clear, because he really is gaslighting the American people right now. Um, he, he says somehow, magically, it's Marjorie Taylor Greene's fault. It's Matt Gates's fault. It's, it's Tucker Carlson's fault. It's all these other people's fault for inciting an insurrection, even though he is the one literally inciting an insurrection on camera, and somehow he's the victim here. Watch. Ray Epps was never seen committing an act of violence mm. that day or entering the Capitol. Epps told us when he saw the violence, his fervor to enter the building became a desire to play peacemaker. Oh, good. Appreciate you guys. And police body cam video backs him up. I thought I could stop it. So I went back and forth. I talked people down and worked the line back and forth. Step down, step down, we're good here, that kind of thing. And I kept it that way for quite some time. Epps says he left the Capitol grounds to help evacuate an injured man. So the time I'm going to stop this right here. PM. Um, so magically, the footage that they get is a bunch of puff piece footage of Ray Epps pretending to play peacemaker, even though what they're mad about is that he has been exposed actually saying, we got, we got to take this to the Capitol, we got to go in, we've got to do it, this was stolen. He's amping people up. Now, all of a sudden, he's the victim here, mm -hmm. and you should feel sorry for him. Isn't it fascinating that the media has spent two years demonizing every single person who was Everyone. in Washington, D.C. at the time of the protest and calling for them to be Seemingly imprisoned for the rest of their lives, I guess. They want the book thrown at all of these people. You had the QAnon shaman who they were like, he, oh my gosh, he was holding a spear. No, idiot, that was just a flag. But, you know, they want these people, throw them away, uh, lock them up, throw away the key for all of them. But somehow this one gets to go on 60 Minutes and do an exclusive interview. And this so happens to be the one that doesn't add up at all all that we have all of these questions that by the way have never been answered yeah well <clears throat> and then there's a lot i mean he's got a text message to his son saying i his nephew or yes. his nephew i mean yes. he orchestr i orchestrated yep. this he sure I did orchestrate this uh and so it's convenient that they've got these oh step back step back i was not there for january 6th I was here in this studio when it all went down, mm -hmm. as were you. Mm -hmm. Two weeks prior to that, I was in Washington, D.C., and a couple of times prior to January 6th, I had made visits to Washington, D.C. for various protests. I was there, wanted to see what was going on, but I was not there for January 6th. You know how many people over these last three years have criticized me and said that I was there planning an insurrection, helping people organize for January 6th? They've tried to make me go, I wasn't even there. Do you know how many people we know I'm talking to the viewers and the listeners. How many people you and I know that were there? Mm -hmm. People who are in jail to this mm -hmm. day without charge. We don't even know where they are being held in confinement in, in maximum security prisons in solitary confinement. We don't even know where they are. And they're over here and he's going, Tucker Carlson's obsessed with me. 
Why? Yeah. By your definition, anyone that was there, and I'm talking to the re-rees on the left, the progressive crazies, anybody that was there on January 6th, I don't care if you're peeing in the woods or a homeless person, you were part of the insurrection. If you were in Washington, D.C., within a five-mile radius of the Capitol, you were an insurrectionist, okay? And now Ray Epps, Ray Epps is so somehow getting some kind of free pass. And then you go on Twitter and you see the same wild-eyed leftist, crazy, re-re-progressive nut jobs out there who are uh, called for everybody to be nothing short of a guillotine in the streets. Those people are defending Ray yeah. Epps. Yeah. So you have to sit back and go, what the hell is going on? Mm-hmm. Because you're willing to completely throw out the script and flip-flop it for this one guy. Now, ask yourself, critically, ask yourself, why the hell is this happening? Why is it happening? What are they trying to pull over your eyes? Mm -hmm. Because this is deceptive. I mean, think about it. Donald Trump, who they claim incited an insurrection, said, go let your voices be heard peacefully and patriotically. Mm -hmm. He posted it on Twitter. And they accused him of all sorts of things. He's a traitor. He should be locked up. I mean, just now, they're so excited about him being indicted and arrested because they want what they think is going to be somehow some sort of vengeance for the darkest day in democracy's mm -hmm. history. That's how much they care about inciting an insurrection. Yeah. Ray Epps is like, yeah, hey, bud, <clears throat> I orchestrated it. I told people to go there. And he's given a pass because he claims, oh, well, I meant I just directed people to the Capitol. So yeah. no, nobody else gets that excuse. Yeah. So ask yourself <coughs> why. Ask yourself why the mainstream media now is willing to, the, the man who have, has the most evidence against him that he instigated this, said himself he instigated it, now all of a sudden is, is having the media do puff pieces making, him, making you feel sorry for him. There's only one reason that makes sense. One. Only one. That's right. That's right. And CBS is going to show you the clips of him walking by going, hey, you don't want to get hurt. They don't right. want to get hurt. Let's keep everybody. They just happen to have the camera there filming him, mm -hmm. keeping the peace, almost like a Fed. You know, mm -hmm. and, and then he at a strategic moment before the Capitol was breached, he had to leave to take care of an injured person. Mm. Amazingly convenient. Mm. See, this is why we are accused of being conspiracy theorists, because when you put this kind of crap out there and it doesn't map out by the syllogism in my head and philosophically, you can't make, you know, two and two equal four. And then you happen to have the cameras there in 60 minutes is going to run a little story like this. You have to fill in the gaps somewhere and be like, this doesn't make sense. It right. doesn't line up. Right. Well, I mean, I just like to say Operation Mockingbird is alive and well in 2023. Clearly. Uh, if you don't know what that is, look it up. All right, we got to go to break. First, I want to thank our sponsor, Relief Factor. So if you are one of millions of Americans who just live in pain, you might think this is just kind of life now. You just go through pain, like kind of in a bad mood, kind of grouchy because you hurt all the time. Don't live like that. I know this to be true. I had a car accident a while back and I suffer with a whole bunch of disc problems in my back. So I understand how it is when you're just in constant pain. I also understand how it is when you can get out of that pain because Relief Factor has worked for me. It's a great way to reduce pain. And what it does is it reduces the inflammation in your body, in your joints. And when you take it as directed, it could absolutely change your life. It's natural. It's not a drug. Uh, it was developed by doctors who, you know, they realized, hey, if we can target the inflammation, you don't have to take the topical cream that's going to, you know, only last 10 minutes. You don't have to take all of the the 
medicine that is really not good for your body and has side effects. 70% of the people who keep who take this three-week quick start that I'm going to offer you, they keep ordering it because it works. That is the majority of people. If you're living in pain, try the three-week quick start. It's $19.95. It's a trial pack. You can go to relieffactor.com. That is relieffactor.com. Anheuser-Busch said uh, it had placed two executives who oversaw a Bud Light collaboration with Dylan Mulvaney on leave. This is, of course, Alyssa Heinerschneid. 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 Third time's a charm. Uh, This is (laughs) VP of Marketing, Alyssa Heinerschneid. She obviously was the the brains behind the lovely, very, very beautiful Dylan Mulvaney collab with Bud Light. Now, the funniest thing about this to me was that these weren't even cans that like we, you or I could go buy. They weren't even available. It was just, it was only made for Dylan Mulvaney to celebrate his 365th day of girlhood, which we all know does not exist, but that's fine. And, uh, and then they promoted a paid sponsorship between Dylan Mulvaney and uh, the company to promote March Madness, which was also really dumb because no one who cares about Dylan Mulvaney is watching March Madness and vice versa which Dylan Mulvaney admitted in the paid partnership because he made a joke that he didn't understand what March Madness was until he was paid by Bud Light to promote it. You can't make this stuff up. So she is unfortunately gone as well Listen, as her boss, Daniel Blake. That many muscular men running around in shorts and tank tops, I promise you Dylan Mulvaney <laughs> knows exactly what March Madness is. <laughs> Uh, And so they're both gone. The company announced this on Sunday. And uh, they, look, here's what I can tell you. Anheuser-Busch has said, uh, given the circumstances, Alyssa has decided to take a leave of absence, which we support. Daniel has also decided to take a leave of absence. But uh, there's some people familiar with the matter who say that the decision to take a leave was not voluntary, which I can imagine. Look. Here's the thing for me. It doesn't even necessarily have to be like, oh, those conservatives, they won. We can't give in to them because of the boycott. Genuinely, you just really suck at your job if you think that this is a good demographic for Bud Light drinkers. Like, just based on the decision alone, nothing to do with the fallout from conservatives who said, screw this, we're buying something else. You should be fired just on that decision alone. True or false? True. There's a lot of really bad examples I could come up with. You know, the Blaze TV suddenly wanted to march the Proud Boys out there and say, you know, this like that that would be stupid marketing. Right. So so you go, yeah, we, we tend to be a little conservative leaning. Let's see how far out there we can go in terms of the public's perception of what people on the right look like. Right. So what they did was they said, we're going to take a woke marketing campaign and we're going to go to the extreme now. Anheuser-Busch is, like many things, it's, it's a man brand, right? Right. If they could lose all of their female Bud Light drinkers, they really haven't touched their demographic, okay? It's a man yes. brand. So yeah. what you see, and people say, well, their stock is holding at a 52-week high. I'm sorry that you don't understand how the stock market works, <laughs> but they're still losing money. Right. 
People are not drinking their product. They're not buying their product, okay? And I'm trust me, you and I, we've seen it firsthand. Like we've been yes. out around places having dinner. What do we ask people when yep. we go places? And it's yep. like, mm. you all see the, it in the, the stores. Yep. I mean, they're like, and you and I, we know all the bartenders around. We ask them. Yes. So, yeah. And man, they are very emphatic. They're, with their they're like, oh no. <laughs> but what you saw happen, and this is something I'm proud of, because again, I'm not into cancel culture. I'm not into boycotting. I've never called for a boycott, except maybe once years ago when I had something to say about the NFL. But even that was, you know, I, anyway. But you put a hurt on the bottom line or you wouldn't be seeing these actions being taken, right? Which, by the way, is not cancel culture or boycotting. No, of course it's not. It's not. It's what I said earlier. It's consequences. Mm -hmm. You cram something down somebody's throat. No pun intended. But you did it and we push back. Now, since it's a man brand, what you see is men have stood up and said, with our dollars, we are not going to buy your woke crap that is actually an exploitation of women. Mm -hmm. So I'm proud of that. I'm waiting on the feminists to do the same thing. I'm waiting on the pink hat wearing, you know, parade marchers who claim the hashtags to stand up and say, you know what, we're not going to be replaced by a biological male either. They've yet to do that because she's still doing, I say she, he he is still, I was thinking of Heinerscheid when I said it, but Dylan Mulvaney, who is very much a he, trust me, uh, is still doing Tampax, still doing all the beauty marketing, all of the makeup, all of the different brands that I don't even know. You know why? Because I'm a man brand myself. But I know that he's still doing those things, and he'll continue to do yeah. that until the women stand up. Now, yeah. the men have stood up. I think we've proven that with Anheuser-Busch. Yeah, yeah. Oh, of course. Well, I mean, especially you you mentioned the makeup. Um, I think Maybelline is his latest uh, mm-hmm. partnership with Maybelline Foundation, which, by the way, for those of you wondering, you can get makeup at AmericanBeautyBySarah.com and you can know that we don't pander to men. This is a, a yeah. exclusively women uh, promoted company. What's that website again? AmericanBeautyBySarah. With no H. No H. Dot com. And by the way, I probably shouldn't announce it, but I will just because we're on the subject. We are... We are in very heavy R&D for foundation, Heck mascara, yeah. blush, all of it. Uh, so that should be coming, you know, as soon as we can get it to you. And you, know you, you know what I love? You know what I love? Pretty women. I, I just, I'm just saying, I think women are beautiful. <laughs> I really do. I do not like women with a five o'clock shadow. Really? I don't. Do you like women with a penis? I don't at all. Really? I don't at all. In fact, I don't know who made the meme, but it is genius. Um, whatever... Uh, Whenever they said, who's going to be filling in for Tucker Carlson tonight? There was a picture of Dylan Mulvaney. It said Tucker Johnson. (laughs) (laughs) Again. That's funny. That is funny. Um, But I do think it it, it is important to note. I, I think that it's worth repeating. Cancel culture is when you call for someone's job. You call for their head because of something that they said or did. I didn't hear anyone calling for her for her job to be removed. I heard people saying, you know what? We're not going to support a company with our hard-earned dollars, and, and we're just going to stop buying the beer. That is not cancel culture, and that's not, I would say, boycott culture. I guess you could call it a personal boycott, and a decision that you're making of where you put your money. You and it's I, not a cancel culture thing. You and I have mocked and ridiculed, because I think that's what you're supposed to do. We've mocked and ridiculed the people at the top. We've done that, okay? Yeah. Now, 
the people that I feel sorry for, and I've been very outspoken about this, the people that the 18,000 workers, the 40,000 distributors that are out there, those people yeah. who potentially lose because of something that a dummy up at the top of the pyramid did and made a decision on. I've had a lot of people come at me on social media saying, oh, you're attacking this company. It's the people, it's the, it's the rank and file that are going to get hurt. I, I don't think they are in this, but again, this is why we have to call this out because yes. you know what? If they'll do it, everybody will do it. Mm -hmm. And then every quote, rank and file, hardworking, backbone of America, blue collar worker that does enjoy a beer at the pub on Friday night after a hard week's work, they're going to suffer too. Right, right. Which, by the way, remember, People like, look, I love Donald Trump Jr., but he was wrong on this one. He was yeah, wrong on this one. He, he was, said, but he, they contribute to big con. Well, so he said, yo, give Bud Light a pass. That's, you know, don't. Well, look what we've achieved now. Right. Yeah. We've taught them a lesson and to all of the distributors. I, I, I feel for them, too, if they are impacted. But I would hope that they would recognize the importance of teaching these companies a lesson. I think this was a very, yeah. very important lesson, not just for Bud Light, but for all of the other companies who are looking at that going, oh. I mean, believe it or not, I've, I've got some friends who are very mad at me for being outspoken on this issue. And I've said over and over again, it, when do you hold somebody accountable? Mm -hmm. Now, I'm sorry that your job could potentially be affected by this. But again, if you don't hold Anheuser-Busch accountable, they're one of the biggest of the biggest. They're uncancelable, basically. You can't get rid of them. They're always going to be a staple in the world. What's next? Right. Ford, Chevy, Dodge. Who's next? What big corporation is out there is going to make that decision? And we're just going to sit there and let them all do it. So the lesson to be learned here, kids, is hold the line. Yeah. It works. All right. The lesson here is don't put the camera on me. I'm going to put some more coffee in my cup. Okay. All right. We got to go to break. Bye. <laughs> He's like, put it on him. Put it on him. CNN cut a promo on gun ownership, and I think they were, like, accidentally based on this. I don't think it was intentional. They followed two single females living in the city. They're trying to keep themselves safe from, like, the growing crime that we see happening in all of these cities because of Democrat policies. And uh, this is Jen and Shelby, who didn't want their last names used. They said that they are, you know, they're looking to protect themselves, but it's actually kind of fun to shoot the guns. Watch. Meet Jen. And Shelby. Why can't I get it? They don't want their last names used. They are friends, colleagues, gun enthusiasts. What gun or guns do you own now? I have a Ruger and a Rossi, both rifles. Both from Long Island, New York City adjacent, both professionals. Jen has her permit, but is yet to buy a handgun. And why do you want to buy a handgun? I've been wanting to buy one for years. Um, I'm also someone that lives alone for a couple of years now, so um, probably for safety mostly, but I do enjoy coming to the ranges and shooting. She's trying them out, seeing which one is the best fit for her. Shelby, like many Americans, made the decision to arm up during the pandemic. Do you feel safer having a gun? I do. Why? Because uh, I'm not sure the chaos is over, and I just feel like a lot of people have guns, and it would be good to have. I'm a single female. I live on my own. What's up, And um, <laughs> why not protect myself? Do you feel safer owning a gun? Yes. Why? Why? Well, why? I mean, why do you think we're in here? Why do you think we're in this building right now? 
That's the whole point. These guys in the media, these talking heads, man, they are just, they really think you're dumb. They really do. Well, and they do, but I think they also, they live in these bubbles for so long that they don't understand the average American is like, yeah, I live in Chicago and I just want to live. Yeah, I just saw that woman trying to get into her apartment the other night and uh, they, they, that gang of teens just beat the hell out of her. Right, right. And, and, gosh, why do you feel safe for owning a gun? Well, um, under the Biden administration and all of these uh, Soros DAs, uh, all of the criminals are literally being released into the streets. So... Yeah, I'm yeah. going to feel a little safer with a gun. Uh, she says she lives outside of New York City, right? Isn't that what I heard? And, yeah. and Eric Adams is focused on making sure that you have a guinea pig ban. You can't own a guinea pig or a gun, no. but the rapes and the homicides and the murders are up in Manhattan. Oh, yeah, he's got a new, that was last week, he's got a guinea what? pig ban. They, they're putting a, putting a stop on the guinea pigs you can bring like into the New York City. That little pet, yeah. Why? Why? Yeah, Wait, I don't what? know, man, I don't know. Okay. I mean, this is like back in the 70s and 80s when they were flushing, I don't know, alligators, and now suddenly they were in the sewers or something. I don't know. It's a guinea pig invasion in New York. Eric Adams, though, he's the mayor for our times, man. Oh, it's just a crime invasion in New York. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I, and then Alvin Bragg, who's reducing everything uh-huh. to a slap-on-the-wrist misdemeanor and turning violent criminals out on the streets, and but yet he's going to send an indictment for, you know, DJT. It is, it is fascinating as well because, you know, you'll notice you keep hearing from the left. The rhetoric is clearly you can always spot the people who have never shot a gun in their lives who know nothing about right. guns because they talk about, well, it, the problem is that we have to ban semi-automatic weapons in this country. That little handgun that she had right there that she said she was considering for uh, protection for herself that was a semi-automatic, guys. That's, that's, that's a semi-automatic. And they, they do, sometimes they say rifles, but they'll say, no, we have to ban semi-automatic and semi-automatic weapons. I love that little Henry repeater that she was shooting out there on her shoulder, that little rifle. That's, I know. That's a great little gun. And, but, then, but then the left will say, well, wh- why would you ever need that rifle? Yeah, why would you? I mean, <laughs> somebody walked into my house the other day and... Uh, and uh, they went past one of my closets, and they stopped, and they backed up, and the, the light was on, and they go, you have a lot of guns. <laughs> well, I'm trying to pick up a Shelby and a gin. <laughs> All right, well, now's the time we need to go to break. We'll be right back. Chad's <laughs> like, Jen, call me. Yesterday, three members of Antifa were arrested outside of Fort Brewery and Pizza. This is in Fort Worth, Texas, not too far from here. It's just that they held a family-friendly drag show, which, of course, isn't family-friendly at all. And Antifa had to show up acting all tough. And, um, well, I'm just going to tell you, it did not go well for them. Watch. The only time I've ever seen the police actually arrest them. Oh, me too. Good. <laughs> oh, bye. That's Megan. Throw hands. Bye. She gone. Oh, he's screaming for help. That's so Stop cute. Oh. Stop moving. It's still Fort Worth. It is still Fort Worth in some places anyway. This guy is kind of fancy. Watch his little stance. So, 
God bless Fort Worth PD. Uh, Is that the person? Doesn't play. Oh, we've got all of them for you. I wanted to give shout outs to all of these Antifa members who constantly give me grief whenever I show up to make my voice heard at these events. Call themselves anti-fascist when we, they are actually uh, the opposite because they are trying to shout down and intimidate anyone from speaking. So it's a lot of charges. Wanted to give a shout out to Samuel Folks here. Uh, you know, I mean, they're, they they always have the black mask over their faces. So I wanted to make sure everyone knew who they were. Yeah, baby. Yeah, oh, Megan Grant, uh, who is just lovely, reminds me of Danny DeVito when he played the Penguin. And, of course, uh, Chris Gillett, who is the leader of Antifa in Dallas. Um, they are still, sadly for them, raising money for bail and... They're still currently is there a GoFundMe or something? Yeah, in custody. <laughs> so, uh, as you said, Chad. I want to see them. Fafo. Fafo. I want to see if I'm Facebook friends with any of those people. As a longtime Fort Worth residence. I don't know. Yeah, they I don't, don't know. live in Fort Worth. I don't know. They don't see, live they in Fort in. Worth. They, they came in. in. They came in. They don't live there. And they found out very quickly that Fort Worth police don't play. Tarrant County ain't jacking around, man. No. So. I, uh, moment of silence for them. Okay, we're done. And uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.